And welcome to Brandon. <laughs> welcome to Brandon. <laughs> And welcome to Grounded with Brandon and Craig. I'm Brandon. And I would be Craig. And it's good to see you. <laughs> good to see you too. You got, you guys got to know something. Um, Brandon was getting ready to do the intro and, um, he started out, he's like, Hey everybody, welcome to Brandon. If this is exactly what he said. <laughs> and so, um, maybe he'll pop that clip in. I don't know. But yeah, anyway, maybe we'll see. So anyway, uh, he does this and I looked at him. I said, so you had your name first. So now you just taken over the program. I just want so my name. No longer grounded. It's, it's Brandon. Just, welcome to Brandon. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, well, gosh. at least you're not wearing the yoga pants. Hey, how's it going? Hey, good. How are you? Well, not too bad. It's Monday. It is Monday. It's sunshine, like um, beautiful out. Yeah, it's like 32 degrees. Yeah. I don't. I don't mind days like today. The wind's not blowing. Oh man, the when, wind's not blowing. When the good. wind's not blowing, it's it's absolutely perfect. But man, over the last, you know, since what we're talking uh, Saturday, like was we woke up on oh. s- like three o'clock in the morning on Saturday, it was sixty eight degrees, and mm-hmm. then the temperatures fell throughout the day, and then by the time you know you went to bed at you know ten thirty at night, it was twenty one degrees. So how do you go from right. sixty eight to twenty one? I mean, well, that's that, just and that like, winds, you know, Friday night was it Friday night? Friday and Saturday was yeah. brutal. The dog, it was raining. The dog did not want to go out to potty. Yeah, I yeah. opened the back door and he was like, huh? Yeah. He looked at I me like, think are, so. are you serious? <laughs> exactly. I'll just go in my cage, bro. <laughs> exactly. Hey, you know what? Speaking of dogs, mm-hmm. it's not Christmas. And I heard this today oh, on the way to It's not Christmas until you actually hear... You know what I mean? It is now officially Christmas. Sure. You know it is. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, great. Now I'll have that. We're, Allie and I are going to do some Christmas shopping here in a little bit. I'll have that stuck in my head. <laughs> so she'll ask all you something. Day you'll long. be like, burr, burr, right? Burr. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so you're going Christmas shopping. So, um, tis the season. Where are you heading down to? Heading to, um, you know, we haven't really decided yet. We'll probably end up at Polaris just because, uh, or we may go to the outlets over in Sunbury. Oh, Sunbury, gotcha, yeah, gotcha. We may go to the outlets. And there's the Jefferson outlets. We're not going down that then way. Then there's the Liberty Monroe ones down where we have cream cheese Jesus. You know, yes. That, right? Yeah. 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 Used yeah. to be touchdown Jesus. Used to be touchdown Jesus. Until he got struck by lightning. And then he got struck by lightning and, um, and now it's big tall cream cheese. He looks like I thought cream it was, cheese. Well, I thought it was, I caught a fish this big Jesus. Well, he looks like that. It looks like a, you know, a fisherman's story. You guys don't know what we're talking about. I can't remember the name of the church. It's right there by the Liberty Monroe exit and outlets and, um, there as you're heading to Cincinnati on 75, and if you're heading towards Cincinnati, it sits off on the uh, left hand side across the highway. Big, I don't. What do you think that thing is? Oh, hundred foot high. Yeah, two hundred feet high. I don't know. Uh, maybe he's I mean, huge. He's absolutely ginormous. Larger than life, Jesus. Larger than life, and he kind of looks like he leans a little bit. So I don't remember him leaning, but. Anyway, yeah, I don't know. I didn't. I think he looks like cream cheese, to be honest with you. He's like that cream cheese look. Right, exactly. <laughs> but anyway, uh, before this gets too much, let's go on for that. <laughs> moving on, <laughs> moving on. So, so uh, other than going shopping, what's uh, what's uh, what's on your hit list? Well, just continuing to potty train the dog, and he's doing better. Did good, I, good. We bought a bell, so we got one of those little bells. It's almost like the bell that you know they have used to have at re- like a reception desk. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, and if you needed help, you, you hit the bell and somebody the, would donate. Yeah, so it's like that. May I help you? May I help yeah, you? Yeah. So it sets by our front door, mm-hmm. and we've we're working on training him of when he has to go outside to go potty. Okay, hit the bell with his nose, with his paw, whatever, make it ring, and, okay. and we'll put the leash okay. on. And we'll go outside. He's actually, like last night, within a hour time span, he rang the bell, went outside to the bathroom three times. Wow. Within an hour. And so, so that's good. We're getting there. Sometimes, really though, good. we found out that he likes to ring the bell because he wants to go outside just to, and play. Okay. I was like, just to ring the bell? Just to ring the bell. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, well, this morning he decided it would be fun to just to pick the bell up in his mouth. Like, Oh, that's fun. Yeah. But the bell, the bell's actually working. It's working. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And he's, I mean, he's a smart dog. I think we'll get him tra- trained fairly quickly. He's still having some accidents in the house. But I wonder if we get that for Clint. 
Maybe. That That'd would be, be a great, great idea. That would be a great idea. We could train him to do a couple things. And uh, Is he trainable? I don't know about that. But Speaking uh, of Clint. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, they had um, their youth group Christmas party last night. Heard about that? 70 kids. That's a crazy. 70 kids. That's a lot of kids. That's a lot of uh, middle, uh, what, students. That's um, why I do not do youth ministry anymore. Yeah, I bet um, I, I bet it was wild. I bet it was yeah, wild. Yeah, we, we showed up for just a little bit. I made, so it's been a tradition for a long time where on the Christmas party they do a gingerbread house contest. And so bet, anybody that wants to participate okay. can participate. They just, they use graham crackers instead of gingerbread just because okay. it's easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And whatnot. And so I made, Jordan and I made eight batches of royal icing. Is that good? Well, it's three and a half pounds a batch. Wow. And so, it, and that's what it, royal icing, wow. it sets up really, really quick. So right, they right. To, to pipe it and everything, get their walls put together and it will set up and, and harden right. really quick so, so they can build their gingerbread houses and stuff. But, right. So we showed up for about 15 minutes and, um, and yeah, there were a ton of kids here, but they were, Having a great time and That's decorating good. gingerbread houses and a bunch of them wearing ugly Christmas sweaters. I got a picture, um, I think Clinton, he sent us one of him and Christy. Yeah. Yeah. With their sweaters on. So she had her Sup Nomi hat on. She had a gnome hat on. So oh, okay. Sup gotcha. Nomi. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, congratulations to, uh, to the student ministry for, that's a huge number and yeah. they, they're always doing well. Clint and Kirsty do such a uh, fabulous job and I know Clint gets the credit for it, but we all know who, who the backbone of that is. Yeah, she does all the work. She does all the work. So thanks, uh, Christy. Exactly. If you're listening, Christy, good job. And but no, thanks to uh, Clint and Christy. And I know the kids love Clint and love Christy. And they're they're you know I don't I really don't know how they do it because uh, you know Clint um, he's not that much younger than I am. Like maybe five years. Is he fifty? He's fifty. Fifty. Yeah. yeah. So you okay. just gave your age. Well, actually. Five years plus one, but oh, that's right. Okay, so he's six years. But uh, let's go backward. I, I like going backwards. So. Um, but yeah, he, um, I don't know where he gets his energy from, but you know, he's got like, uh, he's been blessed with energy of, the, of a 12 year old. So, um, he does, they do a fabulous job. So I'm really appreciate those guys and, you know, appreciate all the work that they do and mm-hmm. well deserved break coming up for, for a few weeks before they get back in it again. Yep. So, yeah. yeah. So that would be good. But yeah, no, it was a, it was a good day yesterday for that. Mm hmm. Like I said, they had a great turnout and and had a good time. I think they were tired last night. Yep. He said his kids were tired. He said normally, you know, ten thirty, eleven o'clock, they're up, you know, on their phones or whatnot. And he said, right. he said they went up. They were both zonked. Awesome. Like they were just out. Go home, go home yeah. and just fall. They you know, it's like uh, if you watched, if you ever watched Kindergarten Cop, you know, with Arnold after that first day of yep. of being in kindergarten, he just comes home and just falls. Face first right. into the bed. Yeah, that's probably what they did last night. That's funny. <laughs> so have you watched any Christmas movies? You know what? I have not. About the only thing um, that I – well, I watched Jingle All the Way. We I almost watched that the other day. I love Jingle All the Way. Right. So I did watch that about a week ago. Watched the Andy Griffith Christmas special, you know, from okay. you know, watched it in color actually. It was oh, wow. Color. Yeah. So that was a that was actually a new experience. So it was in color. Um I do have to get on my hit list. I I I'd like to do uh you know, Christmas with the Cranks, um oh, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, mm-hmm. you know, It's a Wonderful Life, you know, just love Jimmy Stewart, you know. Right. He, he makes me feel comfortable and makes me feel secure. I there don't know why go. that is, yeah. but uh but yeah, I like to like to watch that and then um I'm always uh, I'm always amazed when I watch the Christmas Carol mm-hmm. at the different Christmas carols, every single one of them have something different in them that I absolutely like. What are you chuckling about? <laughs> it's it's probably not a good thing, but one of my favorite ones is Scrooged. Okay, that's a little that's, different. That's a little that, different. That, okay, yeah, we're, that's that's the offshoot of that. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, that's actually yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I do love the Christmas Carol, and um, you know I can't remember the guy's name, but the the one who made it in the fifties, he's oh, really yeah. good. Mm-hmm. And then there's another one that uh, George C. Scott made in yep. the eighties. That one's really mm-hmm. good. And then the the one that Disney put out with Jim Carrey, that's the, really the animated, good. but yeah. like the real life and like yeah, creep. Like it, it's very similar to the Polar Express. Exactly. Like visual effects. Very very good. It's there's good. a couple of scenes in there where I just I'm. I just thought these are done very, very good. And Last year we watched a good one. The Muppets Christmas Carol. That's spooky right there, man. It yeah. Was, it was mm-hmm. actually good. It was, was it? Good. Yeah. That's pretty old, isn't it? That was, was like um, in the oh, 80s? that had, um, no, I don't think so. No? Maybe. 
who did that have in it as Scrooge? It was, oh, goodness. I can't think of his name. Alfred from the Batman. Really? Yeah, what's his name? Oh, Michael Caine. Yeah, Michael Caine yeah, Michael was in Caine, that. Yeah. Michael Caine yeah. was Scrooge yeah. in The Muppets. Okay. Christmas yeah. You it's good. What? I haven't seen the whole thing, but I've seen clips of it. Okay. So I know what you're... Yeah, it was good. I know what you're talking about. So You're uh, right, though. There, there are different ones, and... And it's like, you know, it's hard to choose which one's the best one because they they really are all yeah. pretty good. I don't know if Charles Dickens um, imagined a movie called Scrooged after he wrote this in the Probably you know, 1800s not. with the Solid Gold Dancers. So, exactly. You know, Probably like, not. Yeah, I yeah. don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But so, yeah, what about you? Are you going to watch any Christmas movies this week? or? Yeah, I'm sure we on? will. We sat down the other night and and watched, you know, one of the staples for us, which is Elf. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah, we had to, we had to watch that. It was good. We'll watch that one again. The kids then watched um, Arthur Christmas. That's a newer one that Disney put out recently. It's a cartoon. Okay, um, it, it was really good. But yeah, they've been watching some stuff. We've watched The Grinch, um, both the old one, the original, okay, cartoon, and the new new one. Um, and we've also watched pieces of the one with Jim Carrey in it. I think. Yeah, and that one's was, a little weird. Yeah, it is, but it's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's not my favorite, but I've I, yeah, it's I'll okay. My it. favorite's the cartoon, like the oh, original. absolutely, yeah. I mean, even though it's what thirty, forty five minutes long, it's still really, really it's good. Perfect, yeah. yeah. And when he has that grin and that oh yeah, yeah, that's just and his little perfect, his little hair on the top, exactly. they curl <laughs> over and kind of like the Nightmare Before Christmas curl, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's good so, stuff. Yeah. yeah. No, I, and we watch. Yeah, we'll watch some more. We we try to do a couple nights a week. We'll try to do like a family movie or. TV night, mm-hmm. whatever, and that way we're all kind of, you know, my kids have some cell phones. They don't work as cell phones. They work as pretty much iPods. Okay. But they get on those things and play games and stuff, and it's like, no, we need to get off that and just spend some time as a family. And Yeah. So we try to be intentional about that. That's good. Yeah. So tis the season. It's Christmas time. We got, um, you know, we're, what are we? We're, we're literally uh, 10, 12 days for Christmas right 12. now. 12. Yeah. yeah, we've got the, the countdown. The t- 12 days of Christmas. Oh, that's right, because I got an email today from Tim Hortons. Their 12 days of Christmas oh, started my. today. And if you get, if you have their app, did you download the app? You know what? I did not. I need to Craig, do that. I need to do that. Today is, if you spend 50 cents, okay. you get a donut for 50 cents. Oh, why? That is today's offer. So, anything with the... Um, you know, do you get any? Uh, you know, if I download the app, I'm not going to get like Justin Bieber songs or anything, am I? No, I don't think so. Okay, I haven't yet. But... Unless you're singing it. I texted you the other day, though. Yeah, you did. Oh, text. There he is, right there. Enter for a chance to win Justin Bieber, Justin Bieber tickets for his oh, next that's tour. That's so good. That's I want that so bad. Can you get those for me? I can. I'm going to get you a Tim Biebs mm. beanie. Mm. That's what I texted you the other yeah, day. Yeah, I, I know. I'm going to buy you that. a Tim Biebs yeah. beanie for Christmas. You were like, awesome. Yeah, yeah. So I had several people tell me uh, how on last week's podcast when you were you started singing like Justin Bieber, mm-hmm. and I said you're about to get smacked. Yeah. And I had several people text me said that was hilarious. Yeah. So Sarah, <laughs> Sarah, my friend Sarah, she said. Told me yesterday. She was like, I, you guys had me like rolling. She said that was hilarious. And she was like, I absolutely love Justin Bieber. So <laughs> I'm sorry for her. So right. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. No, I, you know, I don't mind Biebs. I really don't. And are you talking we, the donuts or are you talking the dude? You know, I haven't had the, the donuts yet, but you know, I, it's so tough when you are, are thrown in a situation like that. I was talking with Allie about another artist last night about that it's like you get the fame you get the fortune you get all that and it's like you you just lose your roots and you you lose your foundation of what you grew up on because now you're getting money thrown at you and all of this you know publicity and all of that and i really do think that justin bieber is a great guy i've seen him do some worship stuff with some people lately and i think he has had a, a transformation hopefully for the better but you know, when you're what, thirteen, fourteen years old and you get thrown in the spotlight like that. I thought he was older than that. When he first came on Oh, when he first came on I'm Yes, like, no. Wait wait a minute. I'm totally Yeah, I'm, no, I'm, I'm totally talking about when okay, he first gotcha, came, gotcha, in, gotcha. came in the spotlight. You know, he was I am 12, detecting 13, a tiny little bit of bromance here between oh, you and I, Justin. I probably Bieber. had a man crush on Beaver back uh, in the I day. You yeah. know, I had I had Dude, the I, I, I'm I, if I'm gonna do that, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go for a real man, like Johnny Cash or Willie Nelson or Tom Selleck. I'm gonna go for somebody who's actually a man. I was thinking about so. growing my hair like Willie Nelson. Well, that would be awesome. You know, he got a cut. I'll have a blue. He did. I saw that. Yeah, it's very short, which is weird. Without you, 
I haven't listened. We did. We pulled uh, Porky Pig's version of that up a couple weeks ago for the oh kids. Oh my gosh! Did they like it? They they like they had that shocked look. Like what? What is this? Yeah, it's like it's like it's like when you're it's like when you're driving by an accident. You're like you really don't want to look, <laughs> but you're looking. You know, look it's away. like I can't look away. But this is so amazing, right? You know, it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Goodness. So well, we hope you guys. Uh, as you're listening and getting ready for Christmas, you guys are uh, enjoying uh, family and um, enjoying, um, you know, just what God has in store for you guys. And, you yep. know, don't forget to um, every day stop and thank God for, you know, the blessings that he's given to you. And just realize that Christmas is more than just the movies and the food and the parties and, you know, even the church services and, yep. and everything. It is literally about the gift that God has given to us through Jesus Christ, exactly. the blood of Christ, and that Jesus is alive. So, hey, don't ever forget that, and um, keep it all in perspective, because that's like probably the most important thing that you're going to do is hard to keep it in perspective yep. this time exactly. of the year because I mean, there's commercial after commercial, and there's just they want your money, and you know you're getting it's just it's just it's crazy. Yeah, and it just seems like everything is just you know just so fast paced mm-hmm. during this month, mm-hmm. and and so you know. Like we're almost halfway through the month. Oh, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we encourage you just to take some time and slow down. You know, over the past couple of years for us as a family, we've tried doing that more. Mm-hmm. You know, where we're not super rushed. We're not, you know, just going this right. way, that way, every way. We're just kind of more focused on mm-hmm. family and mm-hmm. and making that our priority. Mm-hmm. And, and obviously, you know, keeping the focus on Jesus mm-hmm. Christ where it needs to be. And we don't always get it right, but, right. you know, you, you kind of slip into the what we've created Christmas to be, but, you know, just, you know, for us that have kids, you know, especially making sure that our kids understand, Hey, this is, this stuff's okay, but that's not really what Christmas Mm -hmm. is all about. So I, uh, I was listening to, um, Oh, um, I, I didn't, I, I didn't have my truck for a couple days last week Mm because I had to take it in. So, uh, the dealership gave me a loaner, which was nice of them. And, I didn't have XM radio to listen to, so that's all I listened to. So I didn't really know. It was weird listening to just regular radio. Right. And I didn't realize how many commercials are on regular radio. Oh man. And I actually, I couldn't, I couldn't take K-Love. They just, they were so syrupy, sweet and gushy. I was like, okay, I'm about to just run the car off the road here. And, um, but I did, I did dial into, I can't remember where I was. It was just outside of Cincinnati and it was, I can't remember if it was David Jeremiah or Chuck Swindoll. It was somebody like that. Yep. They were talking about um, how Christians have a tendency to go overboard on the birth of Christ and Easter. And bo- I, 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 literally, I, I it might have been David Jeremiah, but he said every single day is Christmas and Easter for a follower exactly. of Jesus Christ. Yep. And you have to keep that into perspective. Mm-hmm. If Christmas Day is the most exciting day of your life, then you need to take that. That's what you need to have every single day because you've got the greatest gift that you could ever get through Jesus Christ. And I, and I like, that was actually awesome because, you know, we've always talked about, you know, every day's Easter for a Christian, but right. every day should be the birth of Christ and Easter Sunday for a follower of Jesus Christ. So exactly. I, I thought that was really kind of neat. So I thought, well, if I didn't, um, had my truck in the shop right now, I would never have heard that. So that was right. really good. Yeah, so, that's cool. Yeah. David Jeremiah is good. Yeah, he is very good. Just checking. There's a lot of activity on my uh, my front porch. Allie's taking the dog out. It's always good that you can keep tabs. Keep tabs. <laughs> it's not yeah. Big Brother. It's Big Brandon. So. <laughs> hey, welcome to Big Brandon. Yeah, that's pretty Brandon much the way. Craig. That's pretty much what he said as we were coming in there. And he said, hey, I'm Brandon, and over there is Grounded. So. <laughs> But are you? And, uh, well, uh, sometimes, depending on the day, actually. Exactly. So, yeah, yesterday we had a pretty good day, I yeah. thought. Uh, it was, um, you know, chilly, but it was nice and mm-hmm. sunny and, you know, decent crowd. And, um, yeah, it wasn't I bad. Think people are, you know, I think people are just, we, right now there seems to be a lot of sickness, a lot of people who yep. are not feeling well. I think that is just not just affecting us, but affecting a lot of people. And, exactly. Um, so it's just, you know, trying to, you know, deal with all those things. But, you know, one of the things, you know, we've talked about numerous times is that, you know, when, when we come together as a body of believers, the primary purpose of that is to worship God, but it's literally to glorify God. Glorify. Yeah. And worshiping God is glorifying God. It's not what my definition of worship is, you know, because we would all have our, and I hate to say this. Yep. 
everybody has a worship preference. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I'm almost to the opinion anymore that I should not even have a worship preference. I should just worship God. Right. And whether – no matter what that is. Well, and because, you know, I, it maybe – and I know this is a really hard thing for like people like me or you or somebody else who's on staff at a church somewhere right. where you go to another church and you have a tendency to judge or to say, oh – and I'm not sure if that's the right attitude for right, worship, and right. I'm not sure if, if if that's the the attitude or the the mindset that we have. Am I really worshiping God? And so, um, you know, it's. I think you've said it numerous times, and I've heard this a lot. But you know, worshiping God is an everyday um, exactly is an everyday experience, and that's a part. You know, it goes back to you know what I heard on the radio. You know, every day is Christmas and Easter for mm-hmm. a Christian, and every day we should be worshiping God. Worship God for the for what God has done through the birth of Jesus and through walking out of that tomb. Right, that's worshiping and yep. that's glorifying God. I mean, that's that's the pinnacle of what we do. Exactly. So. Well, and, and I think beyond that, and and we've talked about this before, is I, I think we've made a We've messed up in the U.S. and probably just church universal around the world because we – you say the word worship and where does your mind go to? Music. Mm-hmm. It goes to songs. Right. And we think that, oh, worship, it's music. It's mm-hmm. you know singing. It's you know playing instruments. Mm-hmm. But is it? Mm-hmm. You know, our worship should be our lifestyle. Right. You know, and that's why I love Romans 12. One, you know, offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Mm-hmm. And, and I think we we just lose that perspective sometimes of, mm-hmm. you know, I like my worship to be like this or I like my worship to be like that. Well, you're making worship then about you and it's not about God, but it shouldn't even be about music in general. What we do on Sundays should be a continuation of us worshiping through the week with our attitude, with our mm-hmm. actions, with our words, with our thoughts, with the things that you know we do and say when no one else is around, with the exactly. things that we do and say when everybody's around. It all should be worship to God. Right. And and I think that's really where we've missed the boat is we, we think about, oh, well, we'll worship. You know, maybe – you know, maybe you do worship God by listening to music or whatnot. Exactly. And, and maybe, you know, RCC, we don't play that type of music. Right. Man, listen to that and worship God in, in some alone time throughout the week. Um, mm-hmm. You know, listen to it when you're driving. Listen to it while you're at home or whatnot. You know, for some people, worshiping maybe, you know, reading a book. Exactly. Um, reading a devotional, whatever. Spending time in prayer. Spending time listening to God. Mm-hmm. Um, just, just setting and praying and then spending a half an hour of just not saying or thinking about anything, just listening, say, God, mm-hmm. speak to me. You know, all of that can be worship. I, I told, you know, I tell people a lot, you know, yesterday morning, first service, even second service, I, I don't like to, to stop people's conversations. Like I love listening to the fellowship that's taking place before service mm-hmm. when people are chatting and talking and catching up on their weeks and everything. I think that's worship to God. I right. think God is is being glorified. You talked about that. Mm-hmm. He's being glorified through that. And we're going to be talking about that coming up this week, I think, a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, and just that idea of glory. Mm-hmm. We're singing the song mm-hmm. Glory in the Highest by Chris Tomlin. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, just thinking about the angels who came. And, you know, that was their song, Glory to God exactly. in the Highest Heavens. Exactly. Um, and so, you know, I, I think that for me, the more I, I mature, the more I grow um, spiritually, I, I'm done growing I was I, I wasn't going to say anything, but anyway, yeah. Anyways, yeah. but the more you know, the more I think about it, the more I pray about it. You know, I just I'm convicted of how I get it wrong, um, and how I make worship about me and not about God. Right. And so that's you know, obviously it, it's a work in progress, but something that can't change if it's not on our radar either. Right. Well, I, I yesterday, um, and I can't remember what service it was, first or second. You know, it's one of those two, <laughs> but. Um, what was the song that we were singing just before I got up? Christmas Offering. So we were singing that, and at one point I just stopped singing, yeah. and I just stand in the front, shut my eyes, and I just started thinking about God. And then, you know, popped into my mind, how long is this song because I need to get up there? And I right. literally I opened my eyes, and within a minute you looked at me and kind of gave me the nod like, hey, get up here. But right. I was literally just listening yeah. to the words but not – singing right. and just thinking about about that and sometimes for me just uh, I'm singing in my heart maybe not with my mouth but I'm you know my mind is trying to get focused on what God wants me 
where I need to be with God right. in my worship right. with him. Yeah. Yeah, and I love that song because of just the um just the genuineness and truth of it is I bring an offering of worship to my king. You know, and and those are all terms that we have, you know, mm-hmm. you think of offering, oh money. Well, not not always. And I love Paul Balash's words there of just, you know, it for me I and I, I'm with you. I like sometimes just to listen. You know, obviously I I sing a lot, but you know, when I'm in the car and stuff, I love to just listen. <laughs> to the lyrics and just hear them in a different way. You know, that's people may not un- understand why. So one of the reasons why we we kind of play songs in different mm-hmm. styles sometimes. Mm-hmm. I like to slow songs down sometimes. I like to speed songs up because when people hear them in a different way, I think they hear the the lyrics in a different way too. Right. And so but just listening to that song of I bring an offering of worship to my king. Mm-hmm. No one on earth I bring an offering of worship to my I'd help you out, but I don't. On earth deserves the praises that I sing. Jesus, may you receive the honor that you're due. Oh, Lord, I bring an offering to you. And it's just, for me, that mm-hmm. that whole idea just has really washed over me and just changed my perspective mm-hmm. on just that idea of offering. Right. You know, just like worship is more than just singing, offering an offering to God can be more than just giving money to the church. Right, you know it. it can and when you be. when you when you when you break down the term like offering, mm-hmm. you know an offering is above a tithe. Correct. An offering is like that's really it's a it's excess. True right. gift. So you're you're bringing more to God when you bring an offering. Right. You, it's not just I'm just bring, I'm just coming. I'm bringing more than just yes. my worship right, right now. I'm bringing everything. Everything. To you. Yep. So that I don't know if they knew that when they wrote that song or when they put the word offering in there, but they're they're those I'm are sure two Paul different. Did. Yeah. Paul's the Paul's, Apostle Paul or the Apostle Paul Balash. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, he's okay. he's a he's a great dude. <laughs> gotcha. So yeah, that was really good. And so I don't know how we got on that, but anyway, we yeah. did. But uh, that was really good. And I thought I thought the worship, um, you know, the songs are are really good. And um, just thought it was just a mm-hmm. just real, a, a pretty good day yesterday. And yeah, and that's something too. You know, a few years ago, we were doing just a couple Christmas songs on a Sunday. Except for the the Sunday, like right there at Easter or right. at Easter hmm. at Christmas, yeah. that too. Um, <clears throat> Christmas and Easter. But over, dinner, over the past few right. years, you know, there are so many good songs out, and I think that it's important for us to sing these songs because they're so just based in Scripture. Mm-hmm. And you know, as we're singing, you know, Scripture from you know both the New Testament of the account of the birth, but also you know, there's so much right. scattered throughout a lot of the songs from Isaiah chapter nine. Right. In, you know, in the songs that we sing too. And so mm-hmm. I just think it's important for us to just sing those words back to God. Exactly. Sing I, his I words back to him in essence. I agree. And, um, I, I think it's, you know, when you worship God, you know, through prayer, singing scripture, uh, it really starts to put you down a road that where you need to be. Right. And right. the world right now is so destructive in such a um the culture is such a thing to pull you off track. Mm-hmm. Whether you want to admit it or not, we all get pulled off track so easily oh, yeah. and we're not we're not in that mode of you know doing what God has called me to actually do. And so um you definitely have to be intentional. Yes. About yep. keeping connected to where God wants you to be. And that's really difficult because, you know, we like to, our culture likes to blame everybody but ourselves. Right. And you have nobody but to blame but yourself yep. if you aren't close to God. Exactly. It's just literally, if exactly. you're not close to God, that's on you. That's right. not on the culture. That's not on, you know, the White House. That's not on your spouse. That's not on their the circumstances. Church, yeah. The church, that is on you. Yep. If you're not close to God, that is on you. Now, it doesn't mean that you can't, be, you're not going to go through things, but you can still, you know, the Bible right. tells us to draw close to God and he will draw close, close to you. you. Yeah. This is you. This is you moving to God because God's there. Mm-hmm. He's right there yep. waiting. Exactly. So, um, but yeah, it was good. And, and we're, uh, we, we're two weeks into the angels, uh, topic and, and, you know, just, I didn't want to spend a lot of time talking about, you know, the supernatural, the a- supernatural, um, you know, advances of the angels, but I think it's important that we realize that angels are real. Mm-hmm. And, um, I love the scripture and I've read it for two weeks in a row. It's Hebrews chapter one, verse 14 that says, angels are only servants, spirits sent to care for people who will inherit salvation. Yeah. And 
I don't know if we think about things like that. I, I think sometimes in our world, you know, if we start thinking about things like that, we met, hey, there's an angel or we believe in angels or we believe in uh, angelic activity. You know, people look at you like you're a screwball. You know what I right, mean? And, right. uh, but that's what the Bible says. Yep. So if the Bible's truth, you know, what we keep saying, it's true about that too. So, yep. but I, I, I do love how God used the angels in the Christmas story mm-hmm. to deliver his message. That's just, that's just absolutely uh, amazing. And, and when I think about Joseph and Joseph was our topic yesterday, yep. you know, Joseph is one of those guys that, um, he's there, but He's not. Right. Does that make sense? We know him of him, and he has a little bit of role, but we focus literally on everything else—the yep. wise men, Mary. Well, and there's the just angels, there's not the... as much there. You know, exactly. You, you mentioned yesterday, Joseph does not speak a word. Exactly. Um, he never speaks a word. You see his obedience, and, exactly. and his obedience is instant. Exactly. But I, I've always been fascinated by Joseph. You know, yep. just thinking. You, you mentioned last week, just taking a moment and putting yourself in Mary's shoes. Right. I've always done that with Joseph. Mercy Me has a song called Joseph's Lullaby. Yeah. That they've kind of interpreted and, and wrote from the mindset of Joseph, right. and um, and it's really really good. But I've always you know thought about you know what what was Joseph like? What went through Joseph's mind? How you know how. Was he as a father to Jesus? You know, how, you know, how much did he wrestle with this? Because we do see his almost instantaneous obedience to the angels, yep. you know, and their commands. Surely, though, it had to be, you know, a wrestling. I, I was going to say, you know, I talked a little bit about that yesterday for a little bit because, you know, Joseph, you know, the Old Testament gave him, you know, the right to, Divorce her, which, you know, we talked, I I just briefly touched Mm -hmm. on, you know, back then it was a little bit differently. The betrothal relationship Mm -hmm. was different than it is today. It was kind of, it was kind of like you're married, you're binding contract. So Joseph was going to do a legal decree of divorcement and then he was just going to like kind of separate, walk away. away. And the Old Testament allowed him to divorce Mary because Mm -hmm. of unfaithfulness and then also have her stoned to death. Right. Think about that. Yeah. So I love I love the passage of scripture, you know, because, um, you know, where it says in Matthew one nineteen, it says, because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace. He had mind to divorce her quietly. And um, I think that shows great character for Joseph. And I'm and I agree with you putting yourself in Joseph's shoes and, and think about this now. Yep. Somebody that. You love somebody yep. you care for. And I'm, you know, Mary was a good, good, righteous mm-hmm. lady. You, you know that Joseph was a good, righteous yeah. dude. He had to be. Exactly. And so he's, he's literally following God. Mm-hmm. And so that I wouldn't believe Mary. Right. Honestly, yeah. I, I don't care what she said. You know, it's like I'm pregnant, but the Holy Spirit's the one that, you know, is, is the cause of this. And you're like, oh, she's such, she's such a liar. Right. You know, there's no way, there's no way. I mean, this is not the way the world works, Mary, you know? Um, and then the angel, this is all just so prophetic. When you start Mm -hmm. thinking about the unfolding of this story of how God mapped this together, uh, it is just absolutely, uh, impeccable. So, um, and that's when the angel appears to Joseph in Mm -hmm. a dream and, um, that's amazing, though. Yeah, think about it. Yeah, it is, and really, it just boils. Down. I mean, I just I'm fascinated with his trust in God, his his obedience. And you read a quote from Billy Graham yesterday. He says, "Joseph is finding out that God will take you through places you don't understand." I think we've all been there, exactly. Only to bring you to a place where He wants you to trust fully in Him. That's a good quote, and, and that's where that's where Joseph was. Mm-hmm. He didn't understand it. Nope. But when the angel said, "Hey, this is what's taking place," and you know, what Mary said is true. Don't be afraid to take her as your wife. Mm-hmm. He's like, okay. Exactly. Let's do it. I trust God. Exactly. And and I love that about Joseph. I love that he just immediately listens to God and through the, the, the message of the angels because, you know, in our, in our culture today, we want to talk to everybody about it. We, we want to get a second and third opinion. We want to make sure that we're doing this the right way. Man, I had this dream. Do you think this is right? Was it real? Was it not real? You know, this angel told me this, said it was from God. Da, 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 right. And we go through all this stuff and, um, and we, we would beat that thing to death before we'd even make a decision. But Joseph, he yeah. just listened to God. And that is the, that is a great example, I think, for you and I today mm-hmm. that, 
we already have God's word. It is so inspired by the Holy Spirit. Yep. It is righteous and true. It is living and it is active. And so we literally have the powerful words of God. Right. He tells us to do something. Why are we sitting around talking about what we should do? Right. Why am I sitting around and going to the coffee shop and beating us to get, you know, have to talk to these two friends and maybe get the opinion of this. Let me go talk to my minister. Let me go talk to Brandon. Let me go talk to the, you know what? You know what you should do. Right. Just read the word of God. Right. And, and just do it. The problem is we want to be, we want to mm-hmm. be in control. Mm-hmm. We may not like what God is telling me. I don't know if Joseph wrestled. It never, it never says yeah, he didn't either. like that, but to me, I don't think he even thought about right. it. I think he just, he knows God. Boom. This is yeah. what I'm going to do. A few months ago, you talked, you know, we were in the, the book of James. Uh-huh. And that was the, the big thing. You know, kind of like a long take- time ago. It does seem like a long time ago. But that was the big takeaway through that. Know the word and do, and the, do word. the word. Exactly. Know the word and do the word. And that's why it's just so important to be, you know, mm-hmm. to be in, in God's word. Um, I, I love the account of Jesus' birth. For a lot of reasons, but for one of the reasons of just how God uses that and he ties scripture together, mm-hmm. all of the prophecies about Jesus, you know, you read yesterday, Matthew 1, 22 and 23, all of this took place to, fil- to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Mm-hmm. And then right there, Matthew 1, 24 and 25, when Joseph woke up. He did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary to be his wife, but he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. You know, he was obedient. Mm-hmm. He was very obedient. And, and that obedience, I've said for a long time, that's what true worship is. Mm-hmm. It's being obedient to God. You know, we've talked before about Abraham, you know, the very first time that the mm-hmm. word worship is used in the mm-hmm. new testament is with abraham when he's going to sacrifice isaac he tells the servants you stay here with with the donkey the boy and i are going to go over here we're going to worship you or we're going to worship god and then mm-hmm. we were, we're to right. turn to you you know his his worship there was obedience to god it was sacrifice so your obedience to god you're telling me is worship to god correct yeah i agree yep. i agree with that and uh, joseph's obedience to god was god was joseph that was his worship the worship at yep. that point to god you know that's a good point yeah. that's a good point bro I like that. Um, I, I pointed out yesterday that um, an angel visits Joseph three different times, mm-hmm. and that might be more angel activity in one person in the Christmas story than right. I mean, right. Can, any? Can you think of any others? Mm-mm. What about the wise men? Was there one or two? Did any angel visit them? No, How? I don't believe so. I think they just knew. They just knew knew the prophecies and knew what was foretold and. They saw it says they saw the star and they put the, in the east. Yeah, they put the two. Yeah. yeah. So Joseph had more angelic activity than any character yeah. in the in the Christmas story. So he had, uh, but his was over the long haul. Like he gets the visit to say, you know, Mary's not lying to you. You need to do this. But then there's another point mm-hmm. where the angel visits um, Joseph again in a dream. In a dream, and that's you know again. And you mentioned that yesterday. The angel visited Mary like face to face. Why do you think that is? I don't know. Have any idea? I don't know. I'd be interested to know what anybody thinks about that because I really don't know. Yeah. I I really don't know why he didn't get a face to face visit and Zachariah and Mary mm-hmm. got the face to face visit, but Joseph's is in a dream. Right? Maybe maybe Joseph just liked to dream a lot. I, I guess know. maybe I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe he slept a lot. Maybe, <laughs> maybe he was hardly awake Sleepy ever. Joseph. So, yeah. But anyway, here's this account is really good. Matthew chapter 2, verses 13 and 14. An angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Get up, he said. Take the child and his mother and escape to Egypt. Stay there until I tell you. For Herod, for Herod is going to search for the child and to kill him. So he gets up. He takes the child and his mother during the night, mm-hmm. and he leaves for Egypt. Yeah. Like, he didn't wait till morning and be like, "Oh gosh, I got to get this stuff packed up." No, like right then he wakes up yep. and he and he just goes. Yep, they fled. I wonder what Mary thought. I don't know. I mean, you know, she was on board with that because right. she actually had the face to face visit. Right. Do you think as they're on their way, <laughs> as they're leaving, she's like, "How come you're always getting this in a dream and you're never getting a face to face?" Mine was face to face. Right. Okay. Right. <laughs> I'm sure that happened. Yeah. I'm almost Joseph. Positive. You made a right. You made a wrong right. turn up, <laughs> Joseph. Do you know where we're at? Are we lost? Exactly. Maybe you should have another dream. Maybe the angel should tell you. <laughs> oh, goodness. But, yeah, I love that. And then the angel comes back 
a couple years later mm-hmm. and then says, you know hey, what? This, you're all ready. clear. All clear. Let's go home. Yeah. And, and I love that, that Joseph listened every single time. Yeah. He never even, um, yeah. I mean, even if, even in the, you know, even in the, the details of, of Jesus's name, you talked about that. Matthew one twenty one b you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. Exactly. He was obedient in that. He, mm-hmm. he gave him the name of Jesus. Yeah. So I, I do, I do love the character. And here's the thing about the Christmas story. And I know I've talked to you the, even when we're not on the podcast mm-hmm. is that, um, everybody's heard the Christmas story so much. It literally, we have this almost this preconceived notion of what we think it's, what, yeah. what it looks like. Right. And, but if we look at it literally from, the prophecy of God's word from mm-hmm. the Old Testament yeah. clear to when Jesus was born even, you know, let's go even to the ascension back into heaven. There is so much in this yeah. story, which is the gospel, which is God's love letter to us, that, you know, points us to to Jesus Christ. Yep. And, and, I, and I love this entire story, but Joseph is this guy that um, he ha- plays a, he's silent with his words, but he plays a very important role. In, in the birth of Jesus Christ yeah. and even after yeah. the birth of Jesus Christ, you know, uh, which I think is, like you said, his, him just being obedient. Right. Is, right. Is, is really good. Yep. Yeah. It's just a great, great example for us to, you know, we, I think we just kind of brush Joseph to the side a lot of times, but there's just so much validity in his example of obedience. Exactly. And, and not, you know, not mulling it over for two days, but just instant. Exactly. And so, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I I really love, and I'm not really going off a lot on just how the angels work today because, um, you know, uh, there's just really no time for that. But mm-hmm. people study it biblically about angels. Right. You can really see that God does use them. You know, mm-hmm. I read a story yesterday. Oh yeah. And you know, I, I I'm telling you uh, that one got me. I believe these that that mm-hmm. stuff and. Especially if a child, yep. you know, a yep. childlike faith like that. And, um, you know, so you, you look at all those things and God does have a master plan for us. We're not mm-hmm. just out there on our own. We're yep. just not out there on our own sailing around and get lost in the ocean of the world. And right. God's like, oh, I wonder what Brandon or wonder what Craig's doing or wonder what wh- whoever's doing today. No, God knows exactly what he's doing and, and he knows exactly what he's doing with you. Right. Um, but you and I have to make that connection back to God. Yep. And uh, we got to tap into this stuff, you know, and realize yep. that this stuff is real. Mm-hmm. This is not fake, mm-hmm. phony, fictional. I mentioned Santa Claus yesterday, and I had a couple people say, "Oh, my kids were in here, and they still believe in Santa Claus." And I was like, "Oh, sorry about that." Yeah, <laughs> I still believe in Santa Claus. Well, actually, I do too, but don't tell anybody. Okay, okay? I just yeah. had to say that because I need to be adult-like. Right. Okay. Right? Good. But yeah, you know, um, this whole. Uh, when I when I hear the Christmas story, and I hear the Easter story, and I hate to call use the word story, story. I, just I hate I to do use too. that. I do too. But for lack of a better word, that's what I'm going to use. Yeah. Um, and I read these two verses yesterday. As I read them a few weeks mm-hmm. ago. But I can't help but th- when I hear Christmas, the birth of Christ, and I hear the resurrection of Christ, I cannot help but think of these two verses. And it's John three sixteen. And in 17, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And I think I said this yesterday that John three seventeen is like the icing on the cake. It is. Yeah. It's it seriously is the icing on the cake because this puts it into perspective of how much God loves you. Mm-hmm. And because people are always like, oh, God, he wants to pin me down. He wants to nail me. He wants right. to judge me. Right. John three seventeen. God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. And so every day that the second coming of Jesus Christ is put on hold, it's God's love for you and I and for mankind and for this world and for this culture and for everybody, you know, that's going to be here in the present. And if God tarries another 400 years, it, this is God's love. Yep. We're still in John three sixteen and 17 yep, right now. Exactly. Now. Is God judging on some things? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Absolutely. he is. I, I mean, you, you know, <laughs> you look around, look around the world today and, you know, people are going crazy because, you know, that we got, you know, was, was there's an earthquake in southwestern Ohio mm-hmm. yesterday and, you know, we had the tornadoes here, you know, and then they're like, oh, it's global warming. No, this is, this is just, this is just weather. God's in control of this. Right. right. Uh, you know, it's like, 
you just you just need to know there's a higher power yeah. in, in and we live in ohio like why be surprised at stuff like that yeah 68 one day 28 the next day why wouldn't there be an earthquake right but that's i mean it's i wouldn't say that's normal but for exactly. ohio you you can have all four seasons in <laughs> <Exactly>. one day <laughs> exactly um well chuck swindoll I, I love his quote in um and it, this is just so basic yeah uh, but he said bethlehem and golgotha the manger and the cross, the birth and the death must always go hand in hand. This is the powerful story of the gospel and how much God loves you. And, and everything is connected. The birth of Jesus, the cross, yep. the resurrection, yep. everything is absolutely connected. And I absolutely yep. love that. Yeah. R.C. Sproul's quote, too. Oh, man. And it's, and it's, a, and it's a, one of those that you have to think about. Yeah, no. It, it's, it's, a, it's a deep it's, one. It, it is a little deep one. He says... Some doubt the Christmas story, placing it as a piece of fiction pinned to perpetuate a myth. And could it be that the majesty of this story is so utterly vast that fiction is the only way that they could restrain it sufficiently to keep it from commandeering their lives? Exactly. You know, it's It's a great quote. Yeah, absolutely. That's good stuff. It is really good stuff. That uh, that is an excellent. Uh, that's an excellent quote. Mm-hmm. And, and he must be a brainiac because that's a that's a pretty deep. He passed away thought. a couple years ago. He didn't did. He? Yeah, he really did. Yeah, he was he was a good dude. He was a really good dude. So we um, we've had Mary and Joseph, you know, and I know that everybody knows of Mary and Joseph. And next week's the shepherds, and mm-hmm. we're going to talk. A that's little one bit of my more, favorite. Accounts yeah, we're going to talk a little bit more in depth about the angels and the shepherds and and all that. And um, so I'm looking forward to to getting in into that. So hope if you guys are listening and you haven't been able to to be able to make it over the last uh, few weeks or whatever because of sickness or whatever, hope you guys are feeling better and you can be able to be with us here before the Sunday before Christmas. That'll be yep. awesome. Yep. To have you guys um, do that. Then um, tomorrow night, guess what tomorrow night is? Night of prayer. That six is, o'clock, new time. Six o'clock, new time. So not at seven, it's at six. And um, basically, good old-fashioned prayer night. We're just going to come in. Whatever you guys want to pray about, we're going to pray about it. We're going to take some praises, thank God, and then just sit down and pray for whatever is on people's hearts. So that's pretty basic, isn't it? Yes, it is. It's going to be Sunday evening is December 19th at 5 o'clock at the Richwood Bank Marketing Building is the Young at Heart. Yep. And um, they're going to be meeting. So if you guys have not yeah, been I'm not able sure to, when the deadline is for that. But I think it's either today or tomorrow, isn't yeah. it? Something like that. Email rccyah at gmail.com. Well, you're on it. You're pretty good. I got a lot of just crazy things up in my brain. Really? Don't no comment. Okay, I'm not. I'm not going to comment. You. So, yeah. So, and if you uh, guys want to do that, just make sure you register and get in there and email Glenn and Lisa. Smith. And then we are moving closer to my favorite service of the year, which is Christmas Eve. Oh yeah, that's right. I do Christmas that, Eve, yeah. three o'clock and five fun. o'clock. Three and five. Three and five. You know, here's the funny thing about that. I've had a, I've had several people tell me they're coming to the three. Three. I haven't heard anybody I, saying they're coming to the five. We may be just us. Could be. Nice. But I, I just think it's a good, it's a good move to be allow people because we, you know, we always used to do things when I was growing up yeah. after the Christmas Eve service, and for me it was so late, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, think about it. you come at three o'clock, you get here maybe if you're off work or whatever, you get here maybe two thirty, yeah. uh, two forty five, and you out of here by four, and mm-hmm. you're you got the evening ahead of you. I mean, you still family dinners, open presents, whatever. I yep. mean, you got the rest of the evening. Exactly, so that's really good. So if you guys, you know, um, can't make to the three, make sure you get to the five. Somebody come to the five, so we're not by yeah. ourselves. Yeah, well, somebody sing with Brandon, would you? And uh, I'm not going to tell you who, but. Got a special guest at the very beginning that we, I'm going to introduce to people. So I am excited about our special yeah, guest. Yeah, you guys are going to love, especially being Christmas Eve. Having this guy here on Christmas Eve it was, is going to be amazing. We had to pull some strings. Had to pull a lot of strings, but he said he can come at both services, but he's got to leave right after yep. the opening of the five, and he's on he's on his way. He's so, on his way. He's on his way. Yep. So maybe he'll give out candy canes or something. But anyway, he's going to be here. So won't tell you who. That's right. Make sure you're here and. It's gonna right. like it. so. It's gonna be great. It's so be really we're good. we're looking forward to that. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, I was thinking. You mentioned last week. Mm-hmm. Are you sure that every time a bell rings, an angel doesn't get its wings? You just said that's a. I, I mean, I'm. A, I don't know if that if that is the case. If every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings, 
my dog is helping some angels. Yeah, right. You know, my dog is helping some angels. I like the meme I sent you, the little cartoon of some guy holding up a tray of of like buffalo wings, <laughs> yeah, and there was right. an angel there waiting to get them. <laughs> exactly. That was good. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That. Um, oh yeah. Now I'm gonna have to go watch that. You know, mm-hmm. I've never seen that movie all the way through. I'm gonna be honest. Right. Really. Now. A wonderful. It's a wonderful life. It's a good flick, man. Yeah. It's I'm, good I'm gonna watch it. It's emotional too. It's very emotional. Yeah. I. And I'm an emotional person. I, movies make me cry. Yeah, watch it. Watch it by yourself. Oh man! Send everybody to bed. Get your tissues. Oh goodness! Get you some coffee and just cry. Okay. Yeah. Let Jimmy help you. Jimmy. Let Jimmy help you. It's a present from a for a very very dear friend. <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> um. So yeah, that'll be good. And um, we're winding down. Um. You know going to be winding down the christmas series following next week which is mm-hmm. weird yep and uh, then jumping into 2022 can't believe it can't believe it it's 2021 was fast it really was and i've said that every year i say it oh that was the fastest year of my life oh that was the fastest year of my life pretty exactly. soon i'll be 93 saying that was the fastest, fastest year of my life literally the years feel like they're six months now yeah it's like i told somebody this a couple years ago it seems to me christmas rolls around every six months and I don't know why it feels like that. I agree. I'm with you. Like I, like I know it's not like that, but boy, it definitely feels, it feels like that it. way. So, yeah, yeah, but yeah. So you got big plans this afternoon. Hope you guys have a good time, Thanks. safe time shopping. Yeah, and, you know, don't get in any tea, don't get into any fist fights over you know any toys or anything. <laughs> I want to. Roll That's my- you and Allie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me and Allie. I thought you were talking about like jingle all the way kind of exactly. stuff. Exactly. Like, Does anybody have a Turbo Man? The turbo like, Man. Everybody's looking for a Turbo Man. <laughs> That's great. Yep, should be good. You have a great week too. Any big plans for you? Mm, not really. No. Just trying to level down and get. I've been working on next year a little bit. Okay, so, good. Um, hey, we'll tell you this before we get off of here on Sunday, January second, the first Sunday of the year. Yep. The wonderful, the talented, the all-knowing, the all-knowing Todd Norquist is going to be preaching. So, um, you guys, make a mental note of that, and that'll be awesome. It's gonna be good. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Our Todd is greater. He is. He's an awesome Todd. He is. Yeah. Well, hey, thanks for listening this week. We hope you're having uh, a uh, a great week so far. And and again, if you have your thoughts on on Joseph, what was that you know about you know why the angel came to Joseph in a dream and mm-hmm. not face to face? Let right. us know that. I yeah, I want to know what people think because I I have no idea. Me neither. I don't know why. We're not smart enough. Yeah, well, I'm definitely not. I'll, I'll admit that. Yeah. Yeah. I admit that, too, that you're not enough. I know you do. You're not smart enough. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yoga boy. So, all right. Well, hey, have a wonderful week. Um, take some time this week. Slow down. Spend some time with God. Spend some time in his word, praying, listening, and um, have a great week. Bye. See ya. Bye.